we can praise because when praises goes up blessings come down and whatever we need god has it amen just so glad to be back to to have gone and come back safely god has been so good to to bless us and thank you god for all the prayers of the saints that covered us we had a beautiful time and we know that um our sister church, Living Faith Christian Center, Newport News, they watch us every Sunday. So we know about right now, Pastor Sal is looking at us. So we just thank God for them and their hearts to bless us. You guys, when we went, they blessed us real good. Amen. They made sure that we were rested. Uh, we also got to go to Baltimore with the mosses and just a blessed time. Amen. Just just blessings over us. And we, we got to see um of Sephora, I just just had a great time. Just God really um, blessed us in things that they had already thought out and planned for us to have great time and rest, and just love like that. We just we were so blessed, and we we thank God for the church there and for 18 years. And every time we go, 18 years, we was like, oh Lord, we just looking at something that that was began and now it's 18 years and we got to see the growth of it and got to see the love of the people that that are there and and god is a good god he is here there and everywhere you know one of my funnest uh, moments was we went to baltimore and when we was in baltimore we was waiting for this restaurant that's supposed to be really good it is a good restaurant but name restaurant it's called shirley miss shirley's and so we were waiting there but what i loved about it there were so many it was so packed with people like you knew this place must be good because people were waiting hours to get in here but what i loved about it was we were just sitting there and there's people everywhere and then there's something you guys let's utilize that we are ambassadors of christ and that God loves people. He absolutely loves people. And so as we're sitting there, there's this this um, this couple that they're, um, I didn't know what they were doing at first, but well, actually they I found out that they were paying because this guy, this, well, this person was standing there and um, doing these different things with their hands. So I was at first when you're down there with a lot of people, you're kind of like wondering if they're okay, okay? But then I kind of noticed that the the girl that was across she's yelling out stuff and so what actually they was playing heads up and charades and so what was so beautiful was that me and, and monica and 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 apostle david we got, we got in on their game and then this crowd gets on their game and it just was so beautiful to see people come together and just love in this time where there's so much craziness going on that people will come together and love on each other and, and talk to one another you guys you really realize how much people we need to be connected you know, as as people, just people, because we'll say as God's people, but as people, there needs to be a connection. And that when we have those times, we need to reach out to people and just love on them. And so we had just a blessed time in that and a blessed time in um, just just serving and and seeing the different ones. You guys would not believe our little Tori. Y'all remember Tori? Tori used to be so little and, and running around like a little monkey. He, he did this little monkey run. I'm not saying nothing negative. He did this little monkey run. But now he's this grown-up man, and Allie's grown-up, and they got she got two kids. And time just goes by so fast, you guys. But it's so wonderful that we got to go. And we just thank God for you guys praying for us. And I most of all, when I was standing there, I thank God because I said, I'm up here. When Pastor Sal said that, he goes, she's up here two weeks after a stroke. And and I never saw so much stroke uh, testimonies. So we saw so many stroke testimonies, people telling us about strokes, that they did not believe that I was up two weeks later, and I'm talking like I'm talking, and I'm walking like I'm walking. And when, I mean, when I began to talk to them, I really could see, you know, God, you've been better than I even know. You know, because most of them were talking about still, still, some of them still not walking. Some of them still not able to talk right. And I was like, God, you've been so good that I'm standing here. And I, so I just give him glory. And I just, I, I'm here for a reason. This is what I, I said, Lord, you let me live because there's a reason why I'm still here. And it just made me, I don't know, when you come that close to death, 
it just made me think more i got to do what god's told me to do and i have to do it in a hurry do you guys i don't have all that time that we sometimes think we have but i have to do it now and i want you guys don't have to have a tragedy no we got to do what god wants us to do now today is is the day that we do what God wants us to do. So right now, I just want to, anyone that's a first-time guest, can you just wave your hand if it's your first? Glad to have you here this morning. So glad to have you here. And we're just thankful that you came here this morning. Did you, okay, I just want to make sure. You're, can you introduce your guest, sweetie? Uh-huh. I just want, you know why? Because I was like, I'm glad, LaDerica? Okay, I just didn't want to miss out if that was your sister or somebody that you know I'm saying. Oh, friend. Okay, so I'm just glad for you to be here this morning, LaDerica. We're just so glad you were invited into this place, and we know that God meets us. And I don't know what you need, but he does. And so we pray that you would be blessed before you get out of this place. You'll know that God has did something special just for you this morning. Amen. We're so glad for everybody that's in the house of the Lord this morning. Sarita's mom, we're so glad for you still being here, all right? So glad that I know that meant a lot to her. How long are you going to be here? Oh, okay. 24th, okay? So we cover her and keep her in prayer, traveling mercies as she goes back, because we know that it just doesn't happen magically. Those planes, uh, I was looking at the plane yesterday. I said, babe, how does this plane stay up in this air? When I look, I don't usually sit by the window, but I'm looking out the window, and I'm like, I just don't get it how this big old plane stays up in the air. And then he told me it's not even wind. Wind. What did you tell me? Water? Did you tell me water? Air flows like water, right? I still don't get it. Okay. But, I mean, that's amazing. Don't you guys think, when you even say that, air flows like water. I mean, I, I mean, some of y'all might get all that, but I didn't get that. And I was like, how is this thing staying up here? Just one wrong something, right? That thing could be out of the air. And I said, we, just, we say we don't have faith. But, God, the things that we do that really demands faith to do it, we have faith. So we, we need to really put our faith in God because we put our faith in getting on these airplanes, getting, you know, in the air. Then we just need to go on high, a little higher and get our faith in God. Amen. And get it. What he, he will do what he says he will do. He is who he says he is. So we're so glad for everyone being here this morning. So glad to see. And I, I'm going to stop one minute. Kay, you were you were um, special to me. Wow, I would look at the, um, you know, and then I saw you on the front row, and I'm just like, look at Kay, just praise the Lord, because you could only see so much, y'all. But I could see Kay, and I got so excited. Kay, when I see each, each head, I'm trying to figure out whose head is that, so I can deduct who's here. And I was like, oh, that's Kay. Kay's there. It makes me so excited. But I was so glad to see you. And then you know what? I'm so excited about Kay being in the house of the Lord. Her journey. And what I want to say about this, that her journey, Kay, what, what I really want you to know, some people's journey is dependent upon the person that bought them. And if the person that bought them leaves, then they leave. And I'm so excited about you keeping on going. When your friends, have, they're gone, but you're here, you know? And that's what blesses me, that you're still standing, still coming, still excited about God. You're making this journey a full persuasion in your own mind, and that's what it has to be. And so I'm really glad about that. And so this morning, we just thank God for, and it's our Labor Day. Amen? And so we're about to have a Labor Day tribute and presentation. All right? Okay. Amen. Thank you, David. Well, praise the Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come before you this morning, God. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your goodness, God. We thank you for the ability to work. Lord, you let us know it's only because of you, Lord. You say you're the one that gives us the ability, Lord, to do the things that we do. And Lord, help us to continue to do it as unto your glory. 
that you might be magnified and lifted up, recognizing that wherever you put us, God, as your people, we are on assignment. Lord, and our number one assignment is to be a light, to be the salt, to make a difference in the lives of those, Lord, that we work around, we work with, we work for, Lord, or even those that we employ. Lord, we ask you right now, Lord, to help us to continue to understand our part and our purpose in all that we do. And we thank you right now. I ask you to speak to our hearts this morning. Lord, let us receive all that you have for us, Lord, and help us to, to pass it on to others, God, as, 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 as conduits of your word and of your kingdom. We thank you and we praise you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And you can be seated. Man, it's always good to be back in the house of the Lord. Amen. Definitely. Amen. He said, thanks for coming back. I, I, we weren't planning on staying gone too long. Amen. You know, it's always, it's good, amen, especially at the time and the season and all that to, to get a little time, down time and a little rest, amen, but it's always good to come back home to the city of Oak Harbor, amen. You know, as, as we travel and we go to all these the different places that the Lord allows us to go, I always look around and say, you know what, I'm glad I'm in Oak Harbor. Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm in Oak Harbor, amen, from Boston. Virginia to all you know wherever we find ourselves I look around in the city I say I don't I wouldn't want to do this every day and I, I mean I, I'm, maybe I'm just cut from a different cloth from a lot of people who got to be in the city with all the hustle and bustle and traffic and whew. I guess I just you know I'm just kind of a country boy yeah, man keep me in the place where you know it don't take too much to get from here to there Amen. And I just make a few turns and avoid that traffic jam on going up the hill. You know, that's the only traffic jam we got. We can live with that. Amen. But we just thank the Lord. Amen. And as Pastor Lynn was saying, just, just don't ever take it for granted. Don't ever take it for granted as we travel. Amen. I thank him because truly when you, you go, you know, going up and down the roadways and, you know, you're traveling in the airplanes. Ain't no guarantee you're going to get where you're going. So you thank God for getting there. Amen. We'll go ahead and release the children, amen, to their classes. But I thank God for all those that work with them. You're welcome. All right, Ty. Bless you too. Amen. He he excited. Hallelujah. They're all grown. I mean, when there was a little bunch of little ones going there. Like, I even got a bunch of grown-up folks going there. Like, you know, like, whoo. Amen. Thank the Lord. You know, but I, I think it's important that we, you know, appreciate more what the Lord has given us. You know, I, I, I consider, amen, the time, the days that we live in, amen, as we're approaching September 11th, amen, the 20th anniversary, amen, of uh, of that tragic day. You know, and, and, you know, anything can happen at any time. Life has proven that to us. Amen. Amen. So we thank him for every day and don't take it for granted. Don't suppose I got tomorrow or next week or next month or next year to do anything. Amen. It's good to make plans. Amen. But it's better to be ready. Can I say that again? It's good to make plans. But it's better to be ready. Because how many people's plans never came to fruition? Uh, you know, I heard somebody say, I believe it was Miles Monroe, man, the, the richest earth in the world in any city is the graveyard. All that potential that's buried there that never was realized. Amen. Because we didn't get about our father's business. Amen. Notice I said his and not our own. See, we can come up with a lot of stuff on our own. Amen. And as we're talking about Labor Day, man, you know, what, what is Labor Day? Man, it's a day that's set aside to to honor those in the workforce, in, in that labor, that work, realizing, man, that, that we are, we, we like to think we're very independent people. <laughs> Amen? Anybody here independent? Yes. You know, when we stop and really think about how dependent we are Lord Jesus. on us. You know, I, you, know, if, you know, like I said, we travel, we eat. Amen? We depend on somebody else, you know, harvesting those those. those Amen. So they're all.
independent. I don't need nobody. Don't you know? Unless you're living out in the woods somewhere all by yourself, you can't make that claim. We need each other more in more ways than we realize, and the more we understand that, the more we can appreciate people. Amen. And appreciate you know those things that are done because we got. But they're making it available. But then, you know, we, we get upset. Right. <laughs> it's not and how many people, you know, about a little over a year and a half got, got upset when they went to the store and there wasn't no TP? Come on, here, man. All the time. Anybody figure out why? Because You rush. It was like a goal. <laughs> People still got toilet paper stocked up. They ain't gonna get too full. Well, and, and you know, so sometimes we just follow a trend that don't make no sense. But thank God for the producers that kept it coming. Amen. I mean, it's not not that we was running out, but it's definitely something that you need. So if you just think about it, man, Labor Day, celebrating those in the workforce. Those that are, are, are making things possible, you, like you and I, making things possible as they, they deemed essential workers. And, you know, even as we were going through that whole season, you know, I was having difficulty understanding how do you decide who's essential and who's not? Right. You know, I mean, they decided, amen, for a while, the, the, the church wasn't essential. But I won't go down that road, you know. But, you know, it depends on what your needs are. You know, to what's essential to you and what's essential in your life. Amen. So we need to look at that. But as we're looking at this time, you know, in, even in our travels, one thing that I've seen is we're celebrating as a nation Labor Day. Has anybody else noticed, like me and Pastor Linda have been looking and watching, that everywhere you look, everywhere you go, is help on it. That's what we're going to talk I mean, from here to the East Coast, small towns, bigs, I don't care where you go, help one. There are businesses that literally had to shut their doors and go out of business because they couldn't get the help they needed to remain profitable. We live in a time where people just don't want to work. And it's not because there's jobs everywhere. Anybody besides seeing signs in, in, in the different places, they all a sign-up bonus. And we went by, what was it, uh, um, TGIF or whatever, thank God it's Friday. You know, they had a big old sign in the window, $200 sign-up bonus. Wow. They're trying to pay people to work. Another place offering $500 just to come and put in the application and accept the job. Wow. It's a sad testimony in a nation where there's plenty of work to be done. So what's the problem? Why people don't want to work? This is Labor Day. We can't celebrate those that don't want to work. They, they shouldn't get the day off, but guess what? They're taking off anyway. You know, I mean, uh, in, in, in this time and season, it's amazing, you know, that there are people out there who just don't want to get a job anymore. And this is all. The math of what? COVID. It's the aftermath that we're living in. This is this is a a, a post-COVID pandemic of workless people. You know, I mean, there's some that don't go back because they they found you know that they can make a good living at home. I mean, they they lost a, a business here or there. And that's great, you know, if you can do that. But there's some people that's just sitting at home because they want more free money. They want something for nothing. Amen. And that's, that's, that's crazy to me, I mean, because, you know, we, we think about the fact that all this stimuluses, I mean, think about all the things that people have been getting and, and they've gotten used to sitting back and, and not having to do anything. And since when do we have a, a mindset that we deserve something for nothing? Well, we talk about Labor Day. 
The labor day don't happen unless there's somebody willing to labor. Reduce some labor. Even, even those that, that don't want to get up and do nothing, amen. Now, I, I was listening to that one news article, and, and you know, one state said, we're not going to keep on giving out all this free uh, additional unemployment benefits that the government kicked in on top of the state, on top of the state benefits. So the, the, the governor said, no, we're not going to keep on giving all that money out because he's trying to get people to what? Go back to work. So a bunch of people got together and decided they're going to sue the governor. Because they want the the. the I mean, I, it's just ridiculous to me, you know, that people just don't want to get out there. But they got, because why? They're looking at stimulus checks, amen. They got, as I say, increased unemployment benefits and, you know, bonuses on top of that. You know, they got the, the now this is the one that really got me. I was like, what happened when I had seven rug rats at home? <laughs> I mean, these child income credits have gone crazy. Amen. Amen. I was listening to that one, it was over $2,000 per child. Yes. Now, y'all do the math. I had seven of them. <laughs> I, I, I could have been rocking 14 grand. I could have did a lot with that back then. Amen. You know? It's crazy. It's really crazy. Our government, you know, uh, is making people lazy. Enabling, exactly. You know, we look at programs where now they're paying your rent because why? You can't get a job. Why can't you get a job? There's jobs all over the place. You know, but they, you know the, the free rent. And then after the moratoriums for, you know, the eviction moratoriums, you know, people sitting at home getting the child care credits, getting the unemployment and the bonuses on top of unemployment. And they're getting, you know, the extra stimulus money that's coming out and, and still not paying their rent, you know. And, and this is where we are as a nation, you know, in, in so many areas. And, it, you know, but then we come to Labor Day and everybody want a day off. Mm, mm-mm. You know, and then they start fighting because why? When the moratoriums ran out, people got upset. So now they're protesting. We want more moratoriums. We want more free, free living to stay in the house that the landlord still got to make the mortgage. Amen. You know, you destroy his maybe. And then while I was in in Virginia, I'm sitting there talking to Pastor Matisha. You know, talking about some of these things that just is it's crazy. And she began to tell me that in, in their state, or maybe just their city, their county, I don't know. But everybody, everybody who has children getting $300 per child per month on an EBT card. They just because just they got children. They don't have to apply for it. It's not based on income. You receive it in the mail because you got children. On top of that, they, get, they still get the free breakfast and lunch. Now, I remember, you know, we was trying to get on the free lunch program. Anybody with me? You know, but, you know, they get free breakfast and lunch. And the EBT cards. No matter how much you make, you still get an EBT. We just like money just and the, and the national debt is going haywire because of bad choices and decisions. Not just by the people, but by those that are governing us. So we really need to pray for our government. We need to pray for the choices and the decisions that are going on and taking place. But, you know, I'm saying all this because, you know... I also look at these things from a spiritual aspect. Amen. You know, I also see, you know, that, you know, as, as God's people, you know, we feel like we should get something for nothing. I'm not talking about everybody, but there are those, amen, that feel like, you know what? I should be able to receive everything that I want because I'm a child of God, because I, I love Jesus, because I gave my <laughs> life to Christ. And, and, and not 
just feel that, you know. Entitlement. Yes. That sense of entitlement, you know, because why? I gave my life to him. So, and I can, I can live any kind of way I want to do. I can go and act any kind of way I want to act. And I don't have to do the work of living a righteous life. I should not do that. Because all them people out there ain't doing it. So why should I have to do it? You know, I just want us to come to a realization that God means what he says. And he says what he means. And his word is clear and his word is true. You know, so how many of us as his people you just feel like, you know, we are owed something? How many of us feel like, you know, because Jesus already, you know, how we say, Jesus paid it all. Right. So, I, so I, you know, so I shouldn't have to pay anything. <laughs> his grace is, is sufficient. But he also gives us instruction in his word. Amen. On how he desires and he expects us to live, to be the light, to be the salt, to be the example, all those things. Why? To help others to come out of that place of living any kind of way they want to do and doing everything that they want to do. Amen. We need to, you know, understand that he owes us nothing. He don't owe us something, you know, but because of his love, you know, he made a way, amen, for us to be able to come out, amen, and be able to live a life you know, as Jesus came to exemplify, you know, I love the message as Pastor Linda was speaking, you know, a couple of weeks back, you know, how he put on a body of flesh, you know, how the superheroes put on their cape or Iron Man, Iron Man was in there. He, he puts on his, his suit, you know, and they, they always got something, amen, to enhance themselves. Batman, you know, got the Batmobile and the Batplane and the Batboat and, you know, he's got all the gadgets and all that stuff, amen, so he can do all the stuff that he do. But Jesus came and put on the weakness of flesh. We need to do more. But he put on the weakness of flesh to show us that we could do it too in a way that honors him and glorifies him. So, I, you know, I'll say it for me. I owe him everything. <laughs> you know, you know, if anybody. You know how people are sincerely yours and all that. You know what I put on mine? In his debt. Always in his debt. If anybody want to know who the he is, is is Jesus. It's God. Amen. Because truly. I owe him. And when I think about my shortcomings and my failures early in life and even some of my blunders now, it's only by the grace of God, you know, that really stand and give glory to God. You know, she was talking about, you know, listening at the singers on, on the other day. Well, actually, it was yesterday. No, Friday. Today is Sunday. You know, I, I was sitting there and it really touched me, you know, the song, the different songs, but it really touched me because I began to think about how blessed I am. You know, that, you know, as my wife is still with me. How blessed I am. I could have lost her. It could have been more than a stroke and a heart attack, and it could have been massive instead of, you know. But it's all about the grace of God. I, I sit there, and I just begin to think about how blessed I am. Of those seven children of mine, they're all healthy. And they're all still living. And they might not be living like I would want to see each one live this way or that way. But I thank God that they still got a chance, you know, to to draw close to him. And, you know, I, I, you know, I think about my grandchildren, all that. You know, I just got a little bit sentimental sitting there for a minute, you know, and just begin to think about the blessings and the grace of God. Amen. And how we owe him so much. So much. Every breath is a gift of God. Yes. You know, I just thought, you know, think about that and realize, God, I really don't deserve any of this. Hallelujah. I can't look entitlement because I'm only entitled to one thing left to, left to my own resources. And that's entitled to the devil's hell. But by the grace of God. So I strive to live for him. And I know I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, Preaching to the choir here. Thank you, God. 
right? I would hope, amen, that we all have that kind of thought and that understanding and that desire, amen, just to be honorable to him and all that he does. Because Jesus did pay it all. Yes, he did. He paid what we couldn't pay. Thank you, God. Amen. He made a way, amen, that, that you know, we couldn't make for ourselves, amen. We were all destined for a barbecue. <laughs> you know, it wasn't going to be no Labor Day barbecue either. You know, but God made a way for us, amen. And, and so we need to, you know, we don't have the right to continue to sin. We don't have the right to continue to, you know, do everything we desire, we want to do, amen. We don't have a right to all those things to continue to just to please the flesh and, and, and regardless of what his word tells us to do. We don't have, the, we have the power, we have the ability, but we don't have the right. Because if we had the right, there wouldn't be no consequences. But because... We, have the, we don't have the right, and then God has the, the right to choose and to desire, amen. And he laid down his life so that we would not to lose ours. Amen. Think about that. He did it all for us. Amen. I know it might be, seem I'm getting a little extreme, but I, I want us to understand the gravity. We're talking about Labor Day, but are we laboring for the Lord? We can, we can chase all the dreams and the wealth or fame and fortune that we want in this world but, and, and, and achieve it. And again, what's the world saying? What good does it do to gain the whole world and lose our soul? So if the scripture says that it must be possible for us to gain a whole lot of stuff. And he's not going to stop us necessarily, but we can gain and we can lose the most important thing that we have. It's our soul. So if you're going to labor for anything, if you're going to strive for anything, strive in a way that brings honor and glory to God. Hmm. You know, you're on assignment on your job. You know, I, I, you did a very good job putting together the tribute. You know, but each one of us in those places, and we've heard the testimonies from the different ones and others, amen, in those places, uh, you know, how, you know, we see God using you on the truck or in the office, you know, with coworkers or at Boeing or whatever, wherever it might be, how God is using you to be that light and that salt to, to draw others to him, amen, to, to be the one they seek out when they need prayer or a word of encouragement. We are on assignment, you know, laboring not just for man, but for God. You know, he said, Scripture lets us know whatever, whatsoever we do, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You know, so I, I think about this, and, and I want us to, to understand as the church, amen, we got to, you know, we got to do the work in order to receive the reward, amen, that the Lord has made available to each and every one of us. We, we got to be willing, and I'm not talking about doing the work to get saved. I'm talking about doing the work to honor him. Amen, amen. Amen, see, we, we can't work. Amen. That's freely given. But what are we going to do once we've received it? Are we going to still, you know, dishonor the one that died for us? As the body of Christ, you know, it, it bugs me at times when I see different things. But then I got I to realize, I was talking, we were talking, I said, well, we can't be the Holy Ghost. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be great if you could just be somebody's Holy Ghost? Yeah, no, it'd be too much work. It's too much work. I got enough work keeping this. In subjection, I've got enough work, believe me, dealing with my own self. Amen. But so we, we, we can't take on that, that, that weight, but we can pray and we can be, be the example and we can strive, amen, to do all that you want. But, you know, we got to be willing to do the work. So let's 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 flip it and look at, you know, this this whole season that we're going through, you know, and no one wants to work. And, and, and look at, take a, a, a deeper dive at the church and see, does anyone want to work in the kingdom? You know, I, the messages that Pastor Sam's been, been ringing, you know, about evangelism and being getting out there and doing it, amen. And, you know, and because it, it's so important, you know, that, that we realize what our true purpose is. And we use every avenue that God gives us, amen, to operate in that purpose. In 2 Thessalonians, it says this. Let's look at the Christian perspective here. No, Diane no, likes this here verse, amen. But 
In 2 Thessalonians 3, 10 through 12, it said, For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. That's a verse. Man don't work. You know, he ain't going to eat. Now you think about in, in, in the earth, they had to have a garden, but they had to do the work. Right? They couldn't run to the grocery store like we can run to the grocery store. You know, you live out there in the woods and you lived in, in farms spread out all over the place. And, you know, so you had to get, but if you didn't get out there and work on that garden, if you didn't go hunting, if you didn't go kill something, you know, you wouldn't go eat. You know, and, and, and I look at this, amen, but he says this in the 11th verse. He says, for we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busy bodies. Mm. And everybody's business but their own. Hello. He said, now. And, and exhort by the Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. You know, I, I look at that, that those verses there, and, and, and he said, for you, we don't work, we don't eat. You know, and, and I, I, I look at it not just in the natural, but in the spiritual. You know, and, and think about it. If I don't put forth the spiritual effort, I'm not going to get the reward. That the, and, and, you know, I don't want y'all to think I'm talking about, re, you know, earning a reward of salvation. Because the Bible, when you really study and look at the word of God, it talks about a lot of rewards. Yeah, right. For our living. It, it talks about a lot of things, amen, that, you know, the Lord wants to do even more for us. But if we don't understand that, we're going to miss out. I want everything God got for me. How about you? Yes, I really do. And it's available to each and every one of us. But we got to be willing to do what? Put in the work. going to come a, a true celebration of labor that's going to be over with, amen. <laughs> And now we're going to reap the rewards of eternity and all those things that come with it. All get, get, you know, the shiny object syndrome of the earth and the world and all the things. It's all going to perish. It's all going to go away. So what am I doing now, amen, for the later? Got to make up in my mind. I'm going to do the work. How about you? But we look at it. He said, if we don't work, we don't leave. If we don't put in the work, if we don't put in the work, if we don't, you know, Make the choices, amen, if, we don't, if we're not willing to deny the flesh, amen, in order to walk according to the spirit and walk in the spirit, amen. See, that's the, that's the work I'm talking about, amen, for the church, amen. And as we encourage each other and we encourage others, amen, to say, this is the work you need to do to receive what the Lord has in store for you, amen. 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 See, I, I, you know, I, again, I want everything that you got, amen, but See, because he said we need to work and eat so we can be able to eat our own bread. In other words, receive our own rewards. You can't sit there and say, oh, I want what, what, what Deacon Juan got. Well, you didn't do what Deacon Juan did. You didn't strive and you didn't, you didn't change and you didn't make the sacrifices, amen, and, and, and all those things. You know, this is an admonition from the Apostle Paul, amen. And, and he was clear, amen, in, in the natural terms, but, you know, just helping us to expand our understanding you know, to the spiritual terms that he's talking about here, it, it, it's important. You know, either you're going to have to be, even in this natural world, let's think about it, you're going to have to be independently wealthy, you know, in order not to really have to work. Anybody here there? I'd like to talk to you. You know, okay, so obviously, you know, that... Since we're not, then we have to do something. And I said it to say, anybody here got the power to save yourself? So therefore, we got to depend on our God. Amen. To make the way for us and to keep us. Amen. You know, one of the first things, you know, that God gave Adam. Think about it. He created Adam. But before he created Adam, he created the earth, and he created a lot of things, and then he created Adam. You know, and, and, and let's look at it in Genesis 2. Because I said, the first thing he gave him was a job. 
And, and take note, he gave him a job before he gave him a wife. Come on here, man. Huh? And it says here, and the Lord formed man in from the <laughs> And, and breathe into his nostrils the breath of life and he became a living soul and the Lord gave I mean the Lord God where he put the man whom he had formed so he, he made the garden and then he made Adam and he put Adam in the garden but look, look, look what he said hmm look at the 15th verse is in Lord To relax. To do nothing. To be fed. No, that's not what it said. He said he put in there to dress it and to keep it. In other words, he had some work to do. Keep the weeds out. The, the trees or the bushes, I mean, water, make sure everything is well. In other words, he, he, he had a job. He didn't just he didn't just put him there, you know, like he was paradise to just kick back and I just can't wait to get to the garden of Eden, stroll through the garden. No, you're gonna work through the garden. He had to do some work. First thing he gave him. So parents I'll just throw this in there for free. Okay. Anybody come courting your daughters? Make sure he got a job first. Make sure he, you know, he, he got something going on for his son. Young lady. This is free too. Don't who, who ain't got a job. How you going to take care of you if he can't take care of him? Uh, and, and God knew what he was doing. He knew that later on in Ephesians, he was going to let us know that the man is the head of the house, but he had to have a job. Uh, I'm just getting, you know. Come on now, come on now. All that. Man. He might. But if he ain't got a job. I don't want to get stuck on that, but if he got, you know, you know, how many times have we we maybe someone in this room and said, "Well, I'm waiting for a, a better job because I can't take that job. I, I, that's beneath me." Mm-hmm. Come on. And and do that kind of work. I'm waiting for a good job to come along. See, if you ain't got enough discipline to flip burgers. Come on here now. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> you preaching now, Pastor David. See, I, I, this, wasn't, this ain't in my notes. So just don't, don't, don't get mad at it, but I'm just, I'm just letting the Lord just lead me like he wants me to lead me. Yeah, you know, because you got. All right, y'all. I receive. But knows what he's doing. And he wants us to understand. So he gave him a job. Let me let me let it alone. Amen. Let me drop the 18th verse here. And he says, And the Lord God said, It is not good for man that the man should be alone. I will make him a help meet for him. Help. Help. He's not, she's not. That's right. She's the. Free. She's the. Help. She's the. She's the. You know. She's down to help you do nothing. Oh, bless the Lord. <laughs> huh? You know, but but I thank God for my help me. Amen. Amen. I, I really do. Because yeah, she. 
basically helped me at all. Like because you know it, it, it may not manifest instantly, you know. But I thank God for my help me of forty seven years and going on. You know, I thank God. Amen. So, but he, he he said what? He said it wasn't good for us to be alone because alone we're gonna be a mess. She said, "Yeah." <laughs> David, that was your wife. Amen. But he, but he said, help me for you. I mean, and out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam. I'm still trying to show you. He, he put some responsibility right. on Adam. That's right. It wasn't just, okay, just kick back Adam. And he didn't come and say, well, this is the frog and that's a dog. He said, no, you name them. You know, so, yes, so, and he said he brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that's a big job. Every living creature that gave names to all cattle and to all fowls of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam not found and helped meet for him. <laughs> and that's when the Lord after that made the woman and brought him to Adam because he said, oh no, there's none of these are suitable. So he created Eve and brought her, you know, but my main point is God gave him a job. God gave him responsibility, amen, to do something in the earth. And God wants us, each and every one of us to be responsible to do something in the earth for the glory uh, of his kingdom, amen. So, so as we look at that, Amen. Let's make a shift, amen, to see, you know, to, to, to Jesus and his analogy. One of the same analogies coming from the, the ground, okay? So in, in, in Matthew 9, because he wants us to work in the earth, amen, but all of these things have a spiritual connotation that goes along with them that I don't want us to miss, amen. So in the ninth verse, I mean, ninth chapter of Matthew, starting at the 35th verse, he says, and Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel and healing every, every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them. So he saw the people following and coming. So he was moved with compassion because he, they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. Help wanted. And there's a whole. nothing because we're, we're as the church and I'm not talking about living family I'm talking about the church abroad because man we should be making a difference especially in No, the, the pandemic didn't just affect the, the, the unsaved, it affected the saved too. All right. Now you're having a hard time getting people to come out. Come on, Grace. Because I, I just watch church on TV. I just watch it online. I don't have to get up and go. But he also said in his word, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some means, especially as you see the days approaching. If anybody with any spiritual understanding or discernment, we can see the days approaching really fast. Amen. So he said, assemble together. He didn't say, you know, no, no. So we'll say, well, well, CDC said. The Lord said. Yes. See, see, see. We we have all these. Right. 
who can deliver from all of but we have choices to make hmm. he said the laborers are few it's help wanted in the church it's help wanted in the kingdom of God doing the work of the Lord because there's souls being lost lives falling by the wayside while, while, while the church and I'm not talking about the building Then stimulating somebody to be saved. You know, being being that light. He said, Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth labors into his harvest. Thank you, God. See, he said, You need to pray. Thank you. Pray to the Lord. That he'll send laborers. But don't just say send them. Be like Jeremiah said. Here am I Lord. Send me. Yeah. And people need to be saved. You know after, after Jesus' conversation. With the. The woman at the well. When he told her that she had five husbands. And the one that she's with now. Is no longer her husband. You know, the disciples came up, you know, just as they were wrapping up the conversation and she was going back into the city to tell the people about the man that told her everything that she'd ever done. Yeah. You know, and they came up and they went, why are you talking to this woman? You know, you're not supposed to be talking to her. She's a, she's a Samaritan and, and one of the lower Samaritans at that. You know, so why are you talking to her? You know, and Jesus began to reply back to them in John four thirty one. It says this. In the meantime, while his disciples prayed for him, saying, Master, eat, because they went to the city to get something to eat. But to eat that ye know not of. Now look, look at their response. Therefore said his disciples, Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And to finish his work. He said. He, I, I, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about satisfying. This, this earth. Earthen vessel. But he's helping them to understand. That his meat. Was to do the will of the father. He's helping them to understand. I mean he goes on and said. He said. Goes on and says this to them. To finish the, his work. Saying. Say not ye. There are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal. See, he's speaking in natural terms, but he's talking about a spiritual situation. He said, if we would just lift up our eyes and see. The harvest is all around us, all out there for us to be able to, to reap. And when you reap, he said, we're, we're, our, our reward, our, what? He said, it, it, it's going to be life eternal. The fruit of that harvest is going to be life eternal for you and hopefully for those that you're bringing in. See, so he's looking for some help. Help in getting the word out. And, and seeing souls saved and snatched out of the fire. He's looking for people that are willing to work. You know, and, and I, if anything, I, I can see this as, again, in the scripture, you know how you, you know, different employers will put on commercials and all that kind of stuff to try to recruit. This is a recruitment for the kingdom of God to get people to come and do the work of the kingdom. He said, pray, pray, pray. Amen. And, and seek this both. Amen. That both One soweth and another reapeth. Yeah. I sent you to reap that 
whereon ye bestowed no labor. No man laboreth, I mean, other men labored, and ye are entering into their labor. Remember how the scripture says, one water, and one plants, one watereth, another, God gives the increase. He said, just go do your part. You don't got to do it all. But just do your part. Be willing to do the work to labor in his kingdom, amen. And that way, when the time comes to celebrate, amen, as he said, you, I, I have food, I have bread that you know not of. He's talking about doing the will of the Father. That's what feeds my soul. That, that's what, that strengthens me and builds me. To do his work. But they're all around us, man. You know, with that squirrel syndrome. You know, we, we squirrel. You know, and we and we lose focus. Something else got our attention, but we got to keep our focus, and, and we got to live in a way that brings honor and glory to Him. The Lord is literally letting them know, man, the work of evangelism, the reaching of souls, feeds His purpose. Doing that work, living that work, His soul is filled. promise you're going to get that or achieve that remember as he said in Matthew seek ye second kingdom no right seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness will be added see when God brings shiny objects into your life they're not going to distract you amen when, when he sends those blessings know in the life to come I don't want to get all I can get now and miss out on all that's supposed to be mine later not me we got to seek him we got to chase him we got to chase after him we got we to put, put him first amen. And, and, and see we see a help wanted sign in the church huh everywhere else much more in the church we need the help the body of Christ needs to help get the gospel out we need to help live the life amen that shows the goodness of our God amen be willing to share our testimonies in the places that God be willing to share our struggles and how God is helping us to get through it it's not all glory but it's all for his glory Sometimes we feel like, well, live and save. Everything should be okay. Everything should be good. Everything should be fine. Then where's the example of the struggle? Where's the example you know, of a God that's able to deliver? Of a God that's able to give you strength for the mountain and strength in the valley? A God that's able to give you peace when there's chaos all around? Where's the example that, that he wants us to show, he wants us to bring forth? As he said in John 4, 34, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Mm. My meat is to do the will of him. Do we feed on that? Or is it an interruption to what really feeds our flesh? We feed on those things and we, we call on those things. You know, I, I just feel impassioned that there's more work to be done. And, and, and the coasting, amen. And I thank God for Labor Day. Amen. But we need to be willing to continue to labor for the kingdom of God. Put in the work. Do the work. Follow after, amen, that we might be able to bring glory and honor to his kingdom. Mm. Help us, Lord. I'm about to stop, but I, I, I think about all that the Lord has done. 
in my life. And, and you too, for all that he's done for you. What more is there that I should ask of him? Everything that he gives me is a blessing. Yeah. Every day is a blessing. And I think again, like the time that we're living in, amen, 20 years ago, there were passengers on those planes who didn't know what was coming. There were people that got up to go to work in those towers that didn't know what was coming. And in a moment, their lives were ended or permanently changed. Our nation was permanently changed. You know, and, and we need to realize that we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know, you know, what, what today the rest of this day. But we do know and thank God for his love and his grace because we do know that he is God. We do know that he has a plan and a purpose for our lives. And we do know that the adversary wants to get us off track. So we got to be willing today to put in the work. Today. Because tomorrow is not promised to us. We can't, you know, say later, later. The people in those towers, over nearly 3,000 people died. They didn't see it tomorrow. And I'm not not trying to put a a way to realize that every day is a blessing. Every journey from here across town is a blessing that we made it. It's a blessing that we made it. Don't take a moment of life for granted because life is not in our hands. It's not in our hands. But while we have the opportunity, let's use it to the fullest to bring glory to God. To be a light, to be an example that he wants us to be. And he can't ask, and he would never ask any more of us than that. It's to give him our all. Let's stand. I'll come back to the rest later. But today is the day that he's calling for us to work, to, to, to join the labor force in the kingdom of God. Amen. You know, I think about most jobs have requirements of the employees. Right? Now don't, don't even mention the military. They tell you how to dress. And the whole nine yards. Most jobs, you know, the places that, that want to stand out and show their excellence, they got uniforms. They got dress codes. They got grooming standards. You know, they got times and you need to be and you don't need to be. Expectations that are upon us. And, and if we want that job. We follow the guidelines. We follow the rules. We follow, you know. The, you know. You know, I, I could probably say, you know, that if we just did it our way, we wouldn't have that job very long. Right. Because sometimes some people have a problem when we talk about God's standard. Amen. Amen. Well, to man's standards. Because. Hey, <laughs> Understand this. God's got standards too. And his expectation is that we be willing to follow his standards as we God has the standards too that he wants us to represent him because remember you gave your life to him. 
You're no more your own. You're bought with a price. You didn't even give your life. You just gave a few hours to the job and you followed their rules. But you, you, you said you gave your whole life to him. But we don't want to follow his rules. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your love and your grace, your love. Lord, for granted. Intentionally. Forgive us, Lord. Help us to honor you. Help us to truly do the work that you called for us to do. To be the people, Lord, that you desire us to be. I pray for the church at large this morning. That God in the households of faith. Lord, that we wouldn't continue to be running after celebrity pastors and We will seek you in your as your word said, Lord, we pray to you. The Lord and Lord for the reaching of souls. Lord, that we would 